What's your favorite? Don't. God, that's awful. Welcome to Your Favourite Film is Awful, the weekly podcast where we invite guests on to defend their favourite films against negative reviews. As always, I'm Luke, the master of fright. And with me as always is Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? I'm magic, mate. And how are you, Luke? I'm good, thank you. Have you brought a guest? I have brought a guest. Good. Who is this guest for Halloween week two? It is the Portuguese mountain. Ooh. Andre. Say hello, Andre. Hi, guys. Hey. How you doing? You are quite... Magnificent mountain man. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Yeah. How are you this October? You uh, enjoying the Halloween spirit? I wasn't, but now because I got the week off, I'm oh. going to be enjoying it to the oh. fullest. It's lucky for some. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Horror films all week, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty okay. Much. So, what films have you been watching so far in this week? Done anything interesting? Well, I rewatched the movie that we'll be talking about today. Of course. And I have watched The Joker. Joker? Yes. Okay, what did you think yeah. of Joker? I quite enjoyed it. Wasn't really expecting much because I'm not a huge DC fan. So I didn't even watch the trailer. I didn't really go. Just anticipating nothing. But I came out of there like a bit mind blown. Mind blown? Okay. Mind, mind blown. Hmm. I know like, some yeah. people are a bit iffy of it. But I actually quite enjoyed it. And I know it will be an unpopular opinion. But I do believe he was the best Joker. Oh my god. What, full stop? Yes. That's for me. Like, are we talking live action or are we full, <laughs> saying full stop? Like, come on, clarification. No, like, literally, from all the jokes we've had in TV. <laughs> okay, so movies, live... He's out. I know everyone loves... Make a, make a clear point here. Okay. Live action or full stop? Full stop. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that is the good. end of the episode. <laughs> uh, it's been fun having you here. Um, um, Mark Hamill. <laughs> you know, Mark Hamill... Heath as well, Jack Nicholson as well. They're all better than her. I wouldn't go like. Well, you don't think you're pulling all the names okay, out? Okay. Like, I'm he's just better saying. than Jared Leto. Not, mm, nah. But I mean, with the editing, <laughs> he's way better than Jack. <laughs> you just said he was better than all of them. You can't now say Jared Leto was better. <laughs> oh, he was terrible. Charlie, it's no secret that we've also watched the film, mm-hmm. so you might as well jump in. What What did you think of Joker? I didn't like it, I'm afraid. And um, that was the end of Charlie's point. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, any specific reasons without spoilers? or? Yeah, I think that it's incredibly on the nose. I think it thinks it's more. it's got more to say than it does. I think it's it's trying to be an art house film, but it, it's, it comes across a bit pretentious. I think there's some good ideas in it. I think there's some interesting scenes. But ultimately, I felt like it didn't necessarily feel like a movie about the Joker. Like, the Joker is a character. It just felt like a guy who's mentally... Like, it felt like a different movie. It felt like someone put thought, oh, I'll put Taxi Driver and King and Comedy together and I make a movie and I'll just put the Joker... I'll just make it about the Joker sort of thing. It didn't really quite... I don't think you necessarily need to have the Joker stuff. I don't... I, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I, I yeah, can it's, understand where you're coming from. I heard another opinion similar mm. to yours about the fact that they could have done the entire film, but without it being a DC film. Yeah. But then, of course, it wouldn't have had such a big publicity. It wouldn't have made much money, sort of thing. Yeah. You see, for those reasons, I like it. Interesting. <laughs> I like its yeah. pretentiousness. I, I enjoy its... <laughs> it's the dancing that cringed me out. Mate, I love... Because the dancing is, like, on the nose. Yeah. But it is the psychology of him 
being like this very small dances that you see in the trailer. Yeah. And then also in the trailer, the big expressive dances, yeah. like when he's on the stairs, again yeah. in the trailer, so not a spoiler. Like it's showing his transformation from weak little man to bad little man. Mm. Yeah, no, I, like. I obviously I love the Joker dancing in any other context, like the Joker in general, but it's just, I don't, I think it's the execution of a lot of it. It's not necessarily some, it's not necessarily some of the ideas and it's like the execution. It comes across like, I don't I, like, Oh, it just, it really just cringed okay. me. I, I, I can't like, I, I actually don't, I don't really have a problem with the one in the stairs. Mm. Um, the one that's in the trailer. It's more the little ones throughout, mm. and I, 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 it's annoying because I can't really talk about too much. But there's like things that they put into the film that I'm not. Sure, I don't. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but uh, that being said, I do think Hawking Phoenix is doing a great job with what he's given. Oh yeah, well. it's a really good. I mean, he's a great actor anyway. Mm. So, Charles, what have you been up to this week? Busy, busy film week for me. Uh, busy film week. Busy film again. Week. Yeah, you know, I love movies, mate. And I went to London Film Festival last night. Well, I want I watch one film at the festival. You see, it's it's this yeah. sort of like busy film schedule, which you need to stop complaining about never sleeping because it's your <laughs> own fault. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so you said many films, film festival. What have you been watching? Give us like the quick rundown. Okay, quick rundown. So I watched Dave and Cronenberg's The Brood for the first time, which I've never seen before. Okay. Uh, loved it, thought it was great. I think some of it's really incredibly unnerving. Essentially, it's about a... Um, a man's wife is in a sort of mental hospital by this like, therapist guy who thinks he can cure these people that have these mental illnesses but meanwhile people are being murdered that are connected to his family i'm sure it's all, i don't want to spoil it because i think you guys should watch it on its own without knowing anything it, it works better if you don't know anything okay but, cool but so. um it's good fun it's fucking eerie as fuck really enjoyed it a lot more um kitchen sink drama than a lot of his other movies i think david cronenberg went out and said before that it was his version of Kramer versus Kramer, which was quite funny because I can totally see where he's coming from. Um, he was going through, I think, a divorce at the time and you can see a lot of the, his anger and themes are put into it. But yes, I really enjoyed that one. Other film I see was The Peanut Butter Falcon, which was at London Film Festival yesterday. I see that. That um, sounds familiar. Who, who's is that? That is uh, starring Shirley Boff and Dakota Johnson. It's about a boy with Dan Syndrome who wants to become a professional wrestler. Mm. However, he's in a sort of a care home because uh, he doesn't have any family really that, that want him. And he, he escapes the care home and on his travels finds Shia LaBeouf, who is a bit of a lost lost man himself. And he basically helps him to try and achieve his dream. But you also have Dakota Johnson, who's his care home carer. She's trying to find him, basically. Really lovely, really sweet. It will melt your heart watching it. Just a really lovely film in general it does have kind of an indie american indie film 101-ness to it in the way it's shot and some of the music and stuff but it's really sweet and like you're having a good time so that was really good and i also watched eight and a half the fellini movie which was fantastic because i mean it's a classic anyway it was about a struggling for film director trying to make a movie whilst delving into sort of showing the struggles of him trying to make a movie visually through his dreams and it's quite a really, really interesting film. Some incredible filmmaking techniques that I don't know how he did it back then, sort of thing. Really enjoyed that. And yeah, I think that was it. I think that's oh, it for it. this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, apart from, you know, film we're going to talk about next. But of course. Luke, what have you been up to this week? So, of course, I watched The Joker that we've just spoke about. And I also watched the Netflix film I Am Mother. Oh, yes. Which yeah. was a nice little film. It's set in a kind of dystopian future. Like the very beginning of the film, some sort of mass extinction thing happens. A robot uh, gets an embryo with a little fetus in it, puts it in a machine, makes the first 
human that's been around for a while and then it's like days past extinction grows up with the the child and the robot is mother and it's got like a, it's a very good thriller i i felt thrilled while watching this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i enjoyed it it was a good fun i i watched it and yeah it gave me lots of vibes from other sort of things like there's a part which is very terminator future-esque and then the whole premise gave me like horizon zero dawn and fallout sort of vibes because mm. of course it's a it's a young girl and a robot so i was like oh yeah these sort of things in my brain connection and it's on netflix so if you have netflix it's free so give it a watch i think it's like only an hour and a half maybe two andre yes it is halloween week two so your your film choice has been specified to only in horror film yes could you tell us what your favorite horror film is oh my favorite horror movie in that Asian movies would be Train to Busan. That's the Ooh, one okay. we are talking about today. Yeah. It caught me off guard because I watched this towards the end of 2016 when it came out. And I just looked past it. I didn't think much of it. I saw a trailer on YouTube at the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. And I was like, oh, cool. Zombie movie. That's my go-to genre. Because a lot of people are fans of vampires, werewolves. I'm more of a zombie guy. Okay. And I was like, I watched it. I speechless. Speechless. Mm, okay. Very quickly, just because you've raised a question that I never even thought of, Charlie, what's your go-to monster? Oh, right now, when I was a kid, yeah, my favourites were zombies. Mm. I loved zombies, and I really liked The Walking Dead. And then it, The Walking Dead kind of killed my mm. love for the. Zombie front. I, I was a I big feel fan. Like in yeah. modern pop culture, all of the monsters have been degraded a bit. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah, I, but my current favorite, okay, though, mm. are fucking vampires, mate. Oh, I love vampires, and also I really like werewolves. But I don't feel like we've we have had a good much, were, we've, yeah. we've had like two decent werewolf movies I can think of off the top of my head, like Dog The Howling and Dog American Soldiers. Werewolf in London. Dodd Soldiers is not bad as well. I haven't seen that in years. Great, to be fair. I love that. Yeah, I think there's potential there, but mm. we've no one's quite cracked it since. You know, the 80s. Yeah. Um, See, I'm, I think I'm the flip side, because I, even when I was younger, it was all about werewolves. Mm. I can love lycanthropes. They're great. Mm. But maybe it's because there hasn't been a good one yet. Mm. That That's why. Because nobody, yeah, once is. once a good one's made, then they make their uh, warm bodies or their twilights. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. If yeah. they can't master it, they can't fuck with it. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> that's true. But yeah, vampires are my fucking shit. Okay. okay. I love them. Near Dark, you know, is one of my favourite Horror Three movies, Days so. of Nights, also good. There's Legend. loads of like, good vampire movies, I feel like. Um, I like Queen of the Damned. That's a good one. That's uh, looking great. Let the right one in. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of good there's, vampires. There's, there's a lot of picks Lost for Boys, zombies you know, and Lost uh, Boys vampires. But getting back on topic, yes. Train to Busan. For those at home who either haven't watched it or have watched it and aren't going to re-watch it mm -hmm. for this podcast, could you give us a plot summary, the basic gist of the film? Basically, the plot is revolved around a father who is a workaholic. And he does put work above pretty much everything in his life, including his family. This is kind of what led to his divorce. And the only ray of hope in his life is his daughter. You can tell from the beginning he might be who he is. But when it comes to his daughter, he'll try and do the best he can. But he's still a really bad dad towards her. So they decided to take a trip down to Busan from Seoul to go and visit the mother of the child, his ex-wife. On the way there, there is an outbreak of a virus. doesn't really get specified too much how it occurs, but the outbreak does happen to go on board the train, and from there on out, there is just chaos upon chaos. And then it's just a story of survival. 
But like I said, this is a movie that got to me because it showed the humanity in the movie. There, like there was characters there that you felt for. Mm. Mm. You did mm. not want something bad to happen to them. Mm. But well, to some of them. To some of them. Yeah, yeah. Guy in suit, get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was that was a good that was a good summary. I liked it. I personally liked it. Well, your summary at oh. least. But however, <laughs> it is only worthy of a one and a half stars. It's it's pretty bad in some people's eyes. Some, some may say it's even awful. <laughs> because Seth says it is entry level schlock. That is guaranteed to make any cine bro think they're a total foreign cinema guru <laughs> after completion. Some of the scenes where the zombies are just catapulting themselves onto victims is kind of fun to watch, I guess. But there's nothing original, and it's just the same shit you've seen before. Effects are pretty bad at points too. But at least the photography and acting is competent. Although visually, it's just plain and uninteresting. Blech. I mean, I think he has a plain and uninteresting life. But oh, oh you know, yeah, okay. Uh, the, one of the things about the movie is the cinematography. Mm. The way the shots are done, it's... Uh, I don't know what he watched. I don't think he watched that movie specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because that movie, like I said, is different to any other zombie movie that I've seen. I can bring out the Romero trilogy. I can bring the, the Dawn of the Dead remake, Shaun of the Dead. This one, again, it's much different than anything that's been out. It is Korean, but the Korean movies that I've seen always blow me away. Mm, I agree. The Asian movies that come out from the East and get imported here to the West are always the best ones. I can some of them I can say old boy I can say I saw the devil I can mm. say battle royale mm. which was one of my choices as well I mean even if we go even if we just talk about Korea in general yeah. Korea are killing it at the they're moment. killing it I mean just like you said name a few I saw the devil um, you've got memories of a murder mother the host uh, I mean, this. I'm just going Bong Joon Ho alone here. You got Park Chan Wook's movies. You know what I mean? I, uh, I'm the Cyborg. I mean JSA. Like you could go. Like they really killed the Handmaiden. Like it's just. I don't know. At the moment, they just they just seem to be the king of horror and thrillers. That yes. that kind of genre at the moment. And I think this is another great addition. I mean, this is the first zombie action thriller Korean movie, and it's also the highest grossing movie. I believe, in Korea. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, so it's done if incredibly. You, if, when you watch the movie, you can see the production value is yeah, just it's massive. There. I think as well with this film is that, it, I mean, it's funny enough because I, I've said to people before, it's kind of like another Korean director's movie. Uh, it reminds me of uh, like the zombie version of Snowpiercer in a weird oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, it has the whole metaphor of, you know, of class and stuff throughout the movie. So like... Um, I didn't get that. I got it more. As, I didn't get a class feeling from. Oh really? Well, in this no. movie? No, I got it more as a like selfishness versus kindness sort of thing. Yeah, well, I think that comes out through through the whole fact that the the rich characters are the characters that are the most selfish, including the main protagonist. I mean, I always think that the visual that stands out to me in the film is. When the first class section of the the plane, the plane, the, plane. The, the, the train is not letting people on for no reason other than the fact that they think that they're affected yeah. and it comes across as a bit. And the fact that they're pulling it and they're trying to get in is almost like 
I don't know. I felt like it was like a, a purposefully metal metaphor for like the working class people trying to make their way up the ladder and bit sort of being pushed down all the time. I don't know. I, maybe this is my interpretation no, no, of it. This was kind it, of. It is what it I feel like. like the movie kind of. I felt personally the movie kind of even unsubtly in ways says it. But I don't know that maybe that's just my like you said my interpretation of it. But yeah, no, I think it said it didn't do too much with the zombie genre. I, I personally, I mean, I it's really probably a big statement to say, but I think it's probably the best zombie movie I've seen since Shaun of the Dead. I think that it does what World War Z tried to do with the running zombies and does it better, in my opinion. Yes. They said about the camera work not being interesting, but one of my favourite things in the film is that it has the body cam shots of the zombies coming towards them. It felt very Sam Raimi, and it's like... Which I don't think is just down to the cinematography, but also down to the fucking... The, the performances of yeah. the, oh, the, 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 the zombies. The, like, the way they would move and contort the their stunt, bodies. The people. Oh, fucking incredible. Were the zombies... The way they move, like the first scene with the first girl in the train that was infected, when she got up behind the girl, like, oh, like, I was like, yeah, that's you don't see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I know some people be like, oh, there's not enough practical effects or the makeup of the zombies looked. I was like, the zombies looked amazing, yeah. They they looked looked the, the acting really sold it, and from like going into the review again, the whole fact that the originality of it, it looking like the same shit that, mm. like, sure you can boil it down to a very basic premise of. um zombies on a train mm. but i've not seen no, any films like, that were zombies th- on a train i think people yeah. are looking at this movie and they're thinking oh this is like world war z like, the type of zombies that it is and everything and don't get me wrong i enjoyed world war z even though a lot of people didn't i still enjoyed it i think the first act and the third act i think are really good very good I Middle think the act, second act struggles a bit mm, but yeah but this one is something again you've not really seen before Mm. and like I said as well, it's got something different that a lot of other zombie movies don't have is that it's got a heart I 100% agree with you there yeah I, I can say like I said if I bring out the Romero trilogy or any of those movies you can just say like oh I mean they do have heart but like I think this is probably the only horror zombie movie I've watched where I felt like I was gonna cry oh, <laughs> I, in places. oh I, I got emotional towards the end yeah, yeah. And, uh, not even towards the end and then before that with the big mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the big guy. Yes, yeah. the big guy. But I think that the um, like saying the zombie genre. I mean, I mean, what shows like Walking Dead? I mean, it's so oversaturated the zombie genre yeah. that there isn't much you're gonna be able to do that's gonna be much different. But what I think is clever about it is that they they do things like okay, what happens if there's zombies on a train and we're moving and like how? And I think that's what's interesting. Having things like when we go into a tunnel, they can't see us or they can only hear us. Do you know what I mean? It's like I think when you play with things like that. I think there's a the famous saying for by John Landis who did American Werewolf in London and directed, you know, loads of classics. He says something about what can a werewolf be killed by? And you obviously go, Oh, silver bullet, bullet, whatever. But he says, Well, it can be killed by whatever you want it to be killed by. And instead of like you you can make up in your world what your werewolves are are, are yeah. killed by. You know what I'm saying? So and I think and I think that's where you can have fun with the the genre. And I think that's what this movie does, is like the, the whole point of like they can't see where well, usually it's to do with smell isn't it with yeah. zombies they can and smell sounds. you but they can't see you yeah, or yeah. hear you can they but that's what i quite liked about those playing with that and um i think as well talking about the sort of the reason why we felt that we had an emotional connection with it i think it's really down to the fact that we have some fucking incredible actors oh incredible incredible um mm, really for me good. my choice of the best actor will be the little girl she is because amazing. when you watch she the really movie, sells it when yeah. you watch the movie it, it just feels like she is there yeah, and it's actually happening. No, yeah. Because you, you, when she cries or when she screams, and it it's, looks like it's actually pure fear mm. and pure emotion coming out of her, and 
again, everyone in general, from the young actors, from the girl, all the way to the elderly actors. I agree. Everyone, amazing performance. I agree. That little girl, I mean, that, that bit, I mean, the, the bit at the end when, oh, when she's, she's holding on to her father, yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck, man, this is... One minute ago, I was laughing and enjoying myself or being scared at this horror scene, you know what I'm saying? And the next minute, I'm like, oh, no, like this just got real. Shit just got real on me, do you know what I mean? Sort of thing, like, oh... And like you said a minute earlier, is that these are real characters. Yes. And I think it's a big issue I usually have with horror films, is that the directors see... Not that they're scared to do it, but there yeah. seems to be a problem where they don't want the characters to be... You to get too connected or too fleshed out because they don't want the painfulness or the reaction of when they do die. But this film isn't afraid to do that. No. And, and I feel like you can resonate with everyone. And I really like that you get a section of all different types of people you have the young couple you have the uh, couple and the big guy you have i mean sorry I, i'm gonna try and say names now and then but i'm probably gonna offend a lot of people so i'll, I'll just you know i'll we'll just stick we'll just stick to, we'll stick to what they're wearing or yeah, yeah, they, yeah, husband yeah. and wife yeah yeah father daughter um yeah exactly baseball boy baseball girl <laughs> yeah exactly baseball boy, baseball girl. <laughs> yeah oh, and the two old ladies like yes. there's a real varied group of everyone that lives in in korea essentially yeah, and I think it's really interesting because I think that Korean, I think it's Korean dramas are, mm. are, are really big. Yeah, like TV series, series or, or Korean soap opera. I don't know what they are, but are really big in in Korea. And I think that's why there's a lot of actors that come, great actors that come out. I mean, um, what's, he, what's the big guy's name? Don, uh, Don Lee is. I Don, think he's an American. Don Lee, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been cast now in the Eternals for, for, yeah. for Marvel. So, and I, I think that's great because I think he's a real standout in the picture. I think. I mean, he's got so much charisma. Which is funny because, funny enough, he actually was originally, I believe it's Su Yan who plays the ma- the main protagonist, mm-hmm. the businessman, the father. I believe Don Lee, he was originally Su Yan's personal trainer. Yeah, before oh. he was oh, an nice. actor, which I think is uh, really interesting because I think he stands out and he feels really real and it feels yeah. like he's that, that's, with that's, the big that's, that's another thing about this movie is that the characters don't seem like those overpowered characters. No, I agree. They just look like just ordinary people mm. trying to survive. You look at any other movies in the horror genre, it's like, oh, you got military people. It's like, okay, cool. They're experts with guns. They can get themselves out of there. These ones are just a normal father, a normal child, normal elderly people just finding any way to survive. The one thing I did love about this movie is the point where they're all separated and then they have to go from one cart to the other cart mm. and all the zombies are there. They've done something that The Walking Dead should have done since season one. It's literally wrap your forearms. Yeah, that was yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. So you don't get bitten. And they literally done that in one movie. <laughs> yeah. God knows how many episodes of yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to like, I love that scene as well. But as soon as that scene started, like something clicked in my brain. Because of course, it, it is very, it may be the first zombie big horror film for them, but we've seen multiple. Mm. As soon as he went hero mode, I was like, dead. <laughs> and then he does I and I was like for yeah. fuck's sake I knew it was going to happen but, oh, he's so great he so, goes out he goes out in, in blaze uh, of glory the scene yeah. where he dies is emotional because throughout the whole movie his wife is pestering him you have not yeah, chosen yeah, yeah. our child's name mm. oh, and, he's, and, yeah, and he just before he dies he's like <laughs> you pick it this is, this is the child's name and then he goes to the other guy take care of my wife and then he literally holds the horde yeah. like yeah. while transforming oh, into a zombie great. and it's, yeah, he uh, goes you yeah this is the child I fucking love yeah. as well that he uses a zombie to hold back yes. the zombie <laughs> yeah <laughs> he picks one up turns it on its side and just pushes it against the other yeah. I love so it great. I love it I thought you were going to be the final boss because 
Well, yeah, if you can't defeat him as a human, as a zombie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just let me ruined. Yeah, um, it, it it was very like a like an action trope yes. almost, uh, which leads into the next review actually, oh, boy. because Aaron Kerner gives it a half star, and his opening statement is Korean Die Hard on a train. <laughs> I like that. But the terrorists are zombies, <laughs> and with really bad acting and writing, uh, just because you have an idea doesn't mean it's a good one. I wasted two hours of my life with this mindless hodgepodge of cliches and crap. I mean, first of all, the, the acting we've already established is fantastic. And obviously, to debunk that point, I mean, Marvel has signed one of them up to play a character in the Eternal, so they must be done doing something right. I mean, yeah, it's got... I mean, it's hard with the zombie genre. There's, there is cliches, essentially, but I really think the film's trying, you know? It's not... And it, it's not necessarily trying to be anything it isn't either. It's yeah. it's having a, it's a real good fun. It's an action zombie movie it as is. well with horror elements. And I think another thing to talk about as well I want to discuss is the fucking tension. Oh, it's... The tension is fantastic. And I think if I was to point out an issue I have with the movie is I think that it goes on too long. I think that... It's not that 90 minute magic it, mark And I think it you. could be 90 <laughs> minutes as well. I do think it gets to a point where the sort of the... I'm just going to call him the... The fucking dickhead business oh, man, CEO, man. Super man. CEO. CEO, CEO fella. When we get to that point with him on the train, I mean, yeah, it's a great scene because it's worth the payoff of having yeah. him, the, the main protagonist, being bit. I do think all of that, I'm like, okay, we're going a bit too, we're going on for a bit a bit of a while now. Oh, it could have ended a bit before that. When he's turning and he has that little yeah, speech about his mother. Yeah, that, you could, that's, yeah. That, that bit there. Good. I hate him for the whole movie. Then when he said that, I was like, "Yeah, okay, I, I kind of feel for you." Because yeah, yeah. You, but that's just, yeah. You literally just want to go see your mother to make sure she's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But you still did. Kill it, a it's one of those that he's he chucked people in front of him yeah. to get selfish. Away. That's wrong, but like he's selfish for a semi-good reason. I guess so, which yeah. you can the one thing I understand. actually absolutely love is when that when you're speaking like, "Oh, they're trying to break through to the main class." Yeah, yeah. When the guy, the main, the father actually broke through and he punched the, the CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me, me thinking in my head, like, you're literally punching yourself because that's how you were yeah, before yeah, yeah. all of this happened. Yeah, because yeah, he, he does the exact point. same thing slightly He was early. just thinking about himself mm-hmm. or just his daughter. Yeah. He didn't care about nobody mm-hmm. else. And now, living through all of this and seeing all these people and what they're going through, he kind of just flipped it around and then he's pretty much just punching himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very mm-hmm. true. It's like he's getting, he's killing his his old self and he's become a new character through this experience. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I like about it. It's a zombie movie, but it has these very normal everyday issues being solved in the end of the film. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think that's what is great. Uh, and just to go back onto my point earlier is, um, I think it's too long. However, that being said, I do think that the scenes that are added that I do think you could take out are still fucking fantastic. Oh, like oh, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's the, t- the tension up until the fucking end is in fact like to the end when like the pregnant lady and the daughter are walking through the tunnel oh, yes. and they're about to be shot. Uh, you're like, Fuck! Like, would this movie stop being so tense? Like, to be honest, it's like it, 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 the tension's fantastic. It doesn't give you a break, and that's why I felt like if it did scratch off, One maybe a, scenes, yeah, yeah, scenes, it would. I would have felt that a bit more because it does get to a point where it kind of gets a bit exhausting, essentially. But that being said, I mean that is the, the only sort of gripe I have. I think it's really good fun with great characters, and I think the guy earlier said about the CGI, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, what do you think about I, the, I, the effects I, and the CGI? The thing is. Obviously, the one movie that you compare it to will be World War Z. Mm. And that was heavily cg mm. This one, it has some of his CGI elements to it. But most of it was practical effects. Like, for example, the scene where they 
they got off that station thinking that it's safe and then they had to run away from the military zombies and they, they hold them back by the glass when they smash through the glass you see like a pile up i'm guessing it's just like bags and stuff to represent the other zombies but then all the other ones are just jumping and climbing on top of them crashing everywhere that's yeah. real and you won't see that in like the western horrors because they that's actually real there isn't there is like for some of the korean stuntmen and stuntwomen they Fantastic. just don't care they'll they'll fling themselves <laughs> off the buildings <laughs> yeah. if they have to yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. crazy i think the only bad see like notably bad one mm, is when oh no the, I, <laughs> I, I thought the deer was fantastic I, I liked the deer the, like it was obvious that it was CGI yeah. but like really I, I, I was like this went, is really good for me, for <laughs> person, I, like I went through it and I was like okay whatever Um, it was when it was like right near the end where all the zombies are chasing the train mm. and they like pile in Clinging like they it. hit each no oh. the carpet of zombies i was fine that with. was great it was when they're still running and they like hit each other and like do a over. wave yeah like t- two <laughs> waves hitting each other and like yeah. and it's like god come on guys yeah. <laughs> why why did you because that was the only bit that was like yeah i can understand like after the fact when i was reading the re- reviews that were talking about world war z that was the one that i was like yeah that bit really highlights mm. the, the the time of World War Z was out recently. Let's have a have a bit have, have a shot which is very like that. Mm. And I was like, Ugh, don't do that, please. Yeah. Get rid of that shot. <laughs> so because I think it for me, it's just a couple of times when the trains sort of overexplode <laughs> around each other, where I was a bit like, oh, okay, you went a bit. Oh, so that's yeah, that for bit, me. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I do know what you're saying. I think sometimes, yeah, yeah the, the bundling went a bit too far. But I yeah. think it's really terrifying, and I think it. That it fits the tone of the it film. Does. Yeah. Yeah, bring back the, what you said about the tension. Yeah. The two scenes that come to me for tension, besides the ending with the don't go through the tunnel, would be the scene where everyone's finishing walking from the top bit of the, where the luggage is, mm. and then the homeless guy slips and falls, or the bit when they're about to run and he steps on the can. Yes. Oh, that's, that's so that's good. so bad. I was like, ah. And then the scene where you see the moment again of the father trying to go back to his old ways where he's just thinking about himself mm. when he tried to call his friend for the escort so when they go off the yeah. station go and find them when he left his daughter there and then he realised that the soldier that came out of the corner was pretty much dying and he turns around sees all the zombies behind his daughter and you're thinking oh crap the daughter's about to die yeah 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 but yeah. here comes Korean Mountain and oh it's so good so yeah, great that so that, that whole scene with the when they go to the train station where all the military are there yeah. that whole section is just a fucking edge of your seat yeah yeah especially because it's like deserted and it is that yeah, the one like, the one thing through. the one thing i do got a bit of a problem with is like the chasing the train and then the korean mountain literally picks up a oh, yeah. and the shorts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. smacks the hell out of zombies and still <laughs> manages to get on top of the train i was like hey, hey. hey look is the korean mountain mate <laughs> <laughs> we needed him to stay in the film I will accept yes. this, this suspension of disbelief. <laughs> yeah. Plus, uh, you know, the, the main guy needed the shield for later. Because later on, you got the, the shield with the main a lot, guy. There's a lot of foreshadowing throughout the whole movie. No, there's... Oh, that was what I thought was another... I mean, I'm, I don't know, I've gone back to the end a bit. I thought what was fantastic is... I literally thought, oh, fuck, it's going to end Night of the Living Dead style. Yeah. They're going to get fucking shot yeah. by the, the military. And then she sings that song and you're That's, like... Fucking a, yeah, of course you'd be singing that song. Like, yeah, yeah, it's tribute it's set up to perfectly. That, yeah, yeah. Like, the one things song. that they do that throughout. Even in the train station, which we were just talking about, the deserted one. I think it's the homeless guy takes off his coat and puts it over the zombie's head to that save the other yeah. guy. Yeah. And the zombie's just like, when you put a bag over a, a bird's head, it's just like, 
what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. Where am I again? And yeah. then, of course, that relates later to when they go in the tunnel and, of course, all the zombies are like, where, where the fuck did everyone go? Mm. And it was that foreshadowing of, oh, by the way, this is how our zombies work. Yeah. Which I like. It does make me laugh, though, that whenever there's running zombie movies, right, especially in this one, everyone's an athlete. <laughs> like, no, there's no fat there's no fat running zombies is there like, that, was the whole, no. that was the whole point of Zombieland <laughs> yeah yeah. Like, oh. yeah exactly exactly I fucking love that one what was it rule X yeah. cardio 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 yeah <laughs> okay so we're gonna have a one out of ten so a half star review next lovely it is from Ralph Cryon in the movie I think that people are more dumb than the actual zombies Want to kill a zombie? Why not close its mouth using your unprotected hand? And let's pray you don't get bitten. This is the stupidest movie ever. World record for the most time wasted. Just wasted my two hours for this piece of garbage. I don't know why people like this. Want to save your precious daughter? Well, let's not kill a person who is turning into a zombie. Let's wait until he turns into a zombie, and then hopefully he won't attack us. Okay, my issue with that is with what exactly? Kill what? The what zombie with what exactly? They're just normal people on the train. They won't have guns or knife or anything to kill. I think this review's That's... main problem is kind of the end when man in suit turns mm. into a zombie and they okay. let him have that sympathetic talk so we like as an audience we can then sympathize with this dickhead we've hated the entire film but then this reviewer's like no nah, we shouldn't have sympathized we should have just kicked him off no, at the end of the day it still shows that he's human and he has his own reasons to doing what he done again him stopping the actual ceo with putting his hand in his mouth it was a dumb move but at the end of the day, he was there to protect his daughter. And, oh, yeah, he reacted and, uh, with instinct. The other woman, the pregnant woman. So he just, all he thought was like, okay, cool, I just need to move this person back, stop them. He accidentally put his hand there. It's not much he can do about it, to be honest. But it, it just, it, it was a powerful effect to it because that CEO, as well as being a douchebag, he had reasons for what he done. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why someone would have a problem with that scene. However, I don't think that the characters are stupid throughout. I think they actually make some incredibly intelligent decisions. Sometimes things I didn't actually really think about myself, even I'm a viewer. Um, I've got a different perspective on it. I'm not dealing with the adrenaline. (laughs) Yeah, like, for example, the lady who puts the water on the the glass, the the glass, glass and then sticks. sticks the newspaper. I was like, ah, oh, great. Or like they get the fire extinguisher or when he gets the phone and he chucks it down, distracts them. Like, I think there's, I think there's some really smart, I think there's some really clever ideas. Oh, no, it's very good ideas. Yeah. I don't think they're really idiots at all. I mean, yeah, I could see, I could see maybe his problem with that at the end. I mean, here's a bit of the, you know, to get that moment really said about, but like, it, it doesn't bother me in, in, compared no. to the rest. It's not like the, where they're constantly being idiots. I tell you what they're really good at doing in this film is like, are really holding out a character's reaction yes. to like get up, get up sort of thing. But it never really feels like they're being an idiot though. It just sort of like, it's, it's, it's shot in a way of like the time is just sort of slower in that part of like, what is he not up yet? Get the fuck up, please. And you, you end up sort of screaming. I, I actually, I haven't done it in a while. And I think that's what I was enjoying was like, I was really invested at one point. I went, can you please do this? And I was like, yeah, it's, no, they can't hear me. I don't know why this is a, it's a movie. Like, like, I was like, please just get the, do you know what I mean? But like, in a good way. Like, I was like, just get up. Like, I was, I wanted, and I, I wanted these characters to survive. I mean, usually in horror movies, 
not that I'm rooting for the for Michael Myers and Jason yeah. to kill them, but like yeah, some sometimes it is. But sometimes bit. you know you want to see you want to see yeah, you want to see these the next fuck- creative death. Yeah, you want to see these characters because <laughs> they're usually just very one note characters just get killed because like cabin fodder. But I think these characters because they're human yes. and they have human struggles throughout that we see we spend time with them that. I, I, I don't want them I don't want any of them to die I love them all essentially yeah. apart from the arsehole ones apart from the arsehole yeah like uh, that scene where when they did finally go into the main carriage and then mm. they say oh they're infected they have to move out of the carriage that was a stupid idea to let them go to the carriage ahead of oh, yours oh yeah that's hilarious mm. yeah 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 which I'm thinking why but, but... and that's hilarious for two reasons because A they're now further away from the yep. zombies and B that means that when they do get to a station, they either have to fight the zombies in front of them or the potentially infected people behind them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Uh, and then Karma was a bitch. And obviously, the old lady, her sister got killed. Either sacrificing herself, I don't know. Because she just like, cause when she dies, she was just smiling at the sister. Yeah. And it was like, okay. It was kind of like a revenge for yeah. the fact that she was annoyed at these people for not accepting these other people in. Not yeah. saving them, being weak, essentially. Mm. So it was like, yeah. yeah, you know what? Screw you. I'm old. I'm dying soon. So let me just cause this chaos. Weird, because during the film, they, those two have that banter of, yeah. oh, sit down, you're older. And it's like, you're older than me, you sit down. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I just real. really love the way the zombies move in this movie. Like, yeah. the guy, with the when he has his fucking arm over his, like, head and shoulder, and he's, like, running at them, I'm like, oh, this is chilling. Like, I don't, I don't I, they might be some of my favourite, sort of, in terms of the way they moved, zombie-wise, mm. like, that I've seen in a film. I just, that's really... The actors really move their bodies. Like they, and I watched this film with my uncle, and we were sitting there, and we were saying, "You really sort of forget that these are actors." And I was like, "These are zombies." Like sometimes, you know, in a in a weird, like when I'm watching the movie, I was like, "Oh, that's actually someone playing that. They're actually moving their body that way." Mm. I don't know. I just, I just, I think it's a really, I think it's really fun. This movie, yeah. more than I anything, think with the zombie movement as well, the sound effects really help with it because yes. I know when. I think it's the third person that gets turned, which I think is the guy... It's the guy with the eye all Yeah, swollen. I think it's the guy... Yes, the guy, eye all swollen. Because when he gets up, it's like his... You can hear his, like, spine cracking yeah. into place. And just every time anyone changes, it's always, like, the bones popping. And it's, like, the body's screaming, like, No, stay down. You you shouldn't be moving anymore. Please mm. stop. Please stop. One Okay, well, I know one issue from people that I've heard because of this movie is the people turning into zombies. Everyone's got, like, Oh, they, turn, they take different times to turn. Mm. Yes. My reasoning for it is, for example, the first girl... People saying, oh, she managed to get into the cart, go into the toilet, walk out, go through a carriage, and then die. If you look closely at her, she has got... She did um, tie her oh, leg yeah, she gets spitting on the, the calf, and so, then she uses a tourniquet. To stop the blood from getting infected further on. So that's probably why it takes a bit longer. The other people in the carriage, like the guy with the swollen eye, he gets bitten right on the neck. So yeah. it's a more instant death. Yeah. The ones that get bitten the, are the, the big guy... And the main character, and I'm guessing the conductor as well, they all get bitten in areas where it'll probably take a bit longer to get infected. So, in that aspect, that's the reason why. But I know a lot of people are like, oh, someone takes this time. The main characters take longer, I'm guessing, for emotional effect. I was like, could be, but... Yeah, but even if that is the case, like, it's a film. Yeah. Mm. Come on, there is going to be some of that leeway and, because they yeah. want to have a character development and emotional reaction yeah but it's like the baseball team as well though like i, I do uh, agree with what andre's saying it's like ba- the baseball team like 
the reason I think they're turning so quickly is that so many of them are biting them at the same time. Yeah. Mm. It's like all this, I don't know, what venom or whatever it is that's turning them. It's like all coming at the same time. Oh, another thing I think is a really nice touch as well. I really like that the protagonist worked for the company that is that responsible. That problem. Yeah. That's why, was well, it? I think not, he sold, necessarily, not necessarily, yeah. but you he know like what I mean? He pulled funding. He pulled then, funding. So yeah. like, yeah. you know, you could see where they got the sort of, I like that, the idea of that. Then I think I remember him getting a call from one of his, his friends. <laughs> which actually found funny. Kim, that. I want to say? Uh-uh. Kim, yeah. I think Kim. he's like just because every time his phone popped up, it was like Kim. To be fair, Kim, if you look at his Kim. phone, if you look at the subtitles, like the the f- group of the on his phone of his workers, they're called Lemmings. Lemmings. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so this is how you think of people. But yeah, they, you got a call like I think before they reach the station, mm. saying that oh, because of what we done, did we cause this? And it's like, well, yeah, but it's more question. It's it's that kind of um when you blame yourself for something that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, because if, if I'm remembering it correctly, it's already pre-established with the deer that there's a leak already coming out. And then the scene afterwards, they pull the funding, well, they pull their money from that, um, I, I don't know what the word is, but yeah, they pull money away. So in their head and in our in you guys' head, those two are connected and that's why it, it has that... Um, there is like a technical term, but it is that when you blame yourself for errors made that aren't necessarily your fault, like you c- yeah. may have contributed, but you weren't the final nail in the coffin. Mm. I know what you that mean though. Yeah, I get yeah. you though. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, it's funny because I think he, I mean, he, we never see that guy. He's always on the phone, but he feels like another character in the film. I, like, thought, we, I thought that was the guy at the, when in the office when he's like, oh shit. the funding. Yeah. And he's like, Could oh, are you oh, sure? Yeah, I think it is him actually. He's like, yeah. Are you a fucking lemming? Mm-hmm. No, then pull the funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Actually. I thought it was that guy. But that's cool though. Maybe it is him, but like, mm. we don't, I mean, still, we barely see him in the movie, but yeah. he, he really has a presence, doesn't he, still? Like, and he has some great, that I've seen is a really great emotional scene, and it's mm. just on the phone. Yeah. yeah. And then the other phone call he gets is from his mom. Yeah. In that yes. phone call, you hear her turning into. That's horrible as well, isn't it? Yeah. With the door I like that we there, don't like... see that. I like that we don't see because you it's hear that, it. Yeah, it's that whole thing of. There's something more disturbing because you're not seeing it. That your imagination's putting together what the fuck's happening to her. Like she's, she's turning. It's like I really like that. I really yeah, like that we a, didn't cut a back to it. hopelessness as well because yeah. yeah. in all the other situations, maybe you can help. Maybe you can prevent exactly. this. But because it's on the phone, you yeah, you're listening yeah. at the end. So no, I'm just really curious cool. of what like what happened to the mother. Is she alive? Is she oh alive? yeah, the ex-wife. Yeah, we know. I'm her. guessing because oh, they, they, yeah. they are releasing Train to Busan too. Oh yeah, mm. next year, 2020. So, and they're also doing a stupid remake, American remake. Of it. Yeah, Ooh. I see that. Which, which However, if they, if they don't call it Train to Boston, I'm gonna be so annoyed. Train to Boston. Well, it's been called. It's been called. It's it's got a Korean title. I'm pretty sure it's it. Well, not Korean title. It means something in Korean. Yeah. But I it's directed by James Wan, and you know I've got a lot of time for James Wan, so. But it's, I don't know if it's. Is it confirmed? It is confirmed. I think it was James Wan or J.J. Abrams was like trying to fight out yeah. for their paychecks, basically. But Train to Busan 2, I don't know what they're going to do. If they're going to do a mm. little time skip or if it's going to be a continuation, I'm not too sure. Yeah. But I hope it's not the director sort of cashing in on it because after, cause it did so well. Because I know he made a movie afterwards that didn't wasn't received as well. Mm. I hadn't seen it, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it could be really interesting. I mean, I'm really intrigued to see that, actually, to be fair. Okay, so now we have Dave. This is a one-star review. Amazing makeup. Shit film. <laughs> I don't understand the overwhelming positive reviews this film has garnered. Too long. Needs a decent edit. Notwithstanding, there are some tense moments, 
but they are quickly overshadowed by lingering sentimentality and frustrating character motivation. The best thing about this film will be the 100-minute US remake in a couple of years. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I like that they one. All, they're always good, aren't they? Yeah, I, 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 I can probably take a handful of American remakes that I enjoyed, which was yeah. Dawn of the Dead, you got... But like, but let's talk about... Let's, let's get even more specific. Let's talk about remakes of foreign yes. movies that are already Old great. Old Boy Trash. Old Boy Trash, trash. exactly. I mean... Trash. I, one is called Trash. Yeah, well, there you go. Isn't it Wreck to be fair, apparently, Quarantine? Isn't... Quarantine was Wreck, which is a Spanish movie, but mm. even that was disastrously bad. I uh-huh. haven't seen the the right one in one, but I heard that's quite good, the remake, it's, the American it's remake. It's okay. But again, it's just got the American. Yeah, of course. Um, a grudge and the grudge. Grudge, Ring or Ringu. Yeah. Juon. Um, Basically, there are many films out there where the westernized don't... the remake, and it's just not as powerful. No. Yeah. That being said, like I do, I do agree with him. I do think the film is too long. But it doesn't take away from like even the scenes that are going on too far. They're still enjoyable. Like yeah, they're probably a bit of a stretch towards the end. Like it's getting a bit. It does get a bit a bit ridiculous in places, but it's it's still a real good real good fun ride, and like they really sort of it, the filmmaker knows what he's doing. Let's put it that way. It's not nothing's there's no, I don't ever feel like there's any cheap scares really. No, no. it's all built up really well. Te- great, like yeah, great filmmaking direction and just tension in general. But again, I think that comes down to the fact that the characters are so fleshed out and we care about them. Which yeah, you don't it's the fact so that there is that sentimentality mm. and yeah. character motivations that could be questionable. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Again, in that aspect, that's why I kind of enjoyed The Walking Dead in the first few seasons. Yeah, I agree. Because we were invested in their, themselves. Like, honestly, I don't, I'm not going to spoil The Walking Dead, but there is certain character there so I'm like, well, fuck. Like, mm. That got to me because I was not expecting them to die. The whole, again, I don't know if this is a spoiler, the whole Glenn thing. When that first happened, I was like, holy shit. Mm. Like, no, that's like the best character. Yeah. And then stuff happened. I was like, okay. Mm. I don't so, know what you're on about, really. <laughs> All I know is guy with crossbow meant to die first season, still alive still now. Alive. And, and why? He's outlived the main character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, so I feel like we have defended Trains of the Sun yes. honorably. I mean, I think I really enjoy this film, but I just want, I'm curious because I think this year has been quite a good year for horror films. So I want to ask you guys. Debatable, but yes. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, what is your top three or four favorite horror films of this year so far? Okay. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to jump in straight away because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't actually seen three or four horror films. <laughs> but, but I have seen... Oh, no, I've seen three. Okay, um, and, and, and I guess I'll order those three as, as yeah, if you want top to, top yeah. to bottom. And that will be Child's Play. He loves it. Then Ready I or Not. It. And then Cruel. Great, great, <laughs> great choices. There, I haven't seen Child's Play, though. I want to watch it. Only, on that list, there's only one I haven't seen, which is Ready or Not. Ooh, Ready or Not is great. It's great. It's at first, great at first when it trailer. came out, I was thinking, oh, it was going to be a 15. But then when I saw it as an 18, I was like, oh, potential. Mm. It's good. It's but good. I still need to watch it. My top three, still not in order. Yeah, it's fine. But no I can give a kind of order right now, which I'll put Us. 100%. Us was... Fuck, I completely forgot Us was this year. <laughs> yeah, slap Us, like, us, second. Us was literally amazing from the trailer to the actual execution of the movie. Amazing. I kind of enjoyed it too. I know a lot of people didn't. <laughs> 
I didn't even consider it as a horror over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, me and Luke uh, obviously not fans of that. Because obviously, I've read the book twice and I've watched the original TV miniseries. And the second part of both the book and that movie was dreadful. I don't like the sure. adults section of it. But in this movie, it was it was watchable. Okay, enjoyable. okay. And then the other one that I actually enjoyed and I wasn't expecting to enjoy was Brightburn. Is that a horror? It is. Yeah, it is, but... Oh, it's an actually horror. I kind of, I kind of regret going first because I forgot those <laughs> films were a came out this year and b were horrors. Yeah, Brightburn was enjoyable. Brightburn was great. I really enjoyed Brightburn. I think it was a bit of a missed opportunity. It, it, it was. I, like, I, but, I, I yeah, can yeah. say it could have been done a little bit better, mm. added more to it. Yeah, I remember coming out of it and thinking, well, "Oh, what was my analogy? It was like a burnt pie, but the inside was undercooked." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he's always got those crazy metaphors. <laughs> And Charles, the answerer of your own question, please. Do you want from one to three or three to one? Three to one. Three to one. Okay. Three to one. Least to best. So, ready or not. Okay. Really Made the list. Really to enjoyed it. Really good fun. Not necessarily scary, but it still comes under the horror category, I feel like. That's fair. So, really enjoyed that. Number two is Bliss. You know I loved Bliss. A vampire movie. Spoke about it before. It's a vampire drug Infueled, yes, I remember it. Heavy now. metal, yes, yes, yes. crazy fucking movie that okay. I loved. And the last one? And the last one, last but not least, of course. Well, it's not last, it's not least because it's the yeah, number one. It's number one. It's so. number one, yeah. <laughs> number one, and it's, it's up in the running for one of my favorites of the year, actually. It's fucking us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan Pill is. I think he stepped the game up. I love Get Out, and I think Get Out's got more important messages and yeah. it's got things like that, but I think in terms of a director, I think he's stepped up visually and. I just, I think, I think Us is automatically, in my opinion, a, a classic. A horror class. I think it's iconic. Fair. And I think we're going to see a lot of Halloween costumes this year of people. Mm-hmm. Maybe myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do keep saying. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, Andre. Yes. But just We've... quick, to, can I just, just two honorable, honorable, honorable mentions. I'm a big fan of Midsummer and Cruel as well. Um, so let's chat them in as well. But yeah. Midsummer, I think, is a movie I have to watch again. Yeah, I know you mean. I enjoyed it, but I was also confused as hell at certain points. And the whole barn scene mm. towards the end of it. <laughs> cray, Me cray, and cray. a bunch of people in the audience could not stop laughing. And that was quite, it was hilarious <sighs> to be fair. But oh, it's a movie I think you have to watch again. Just like Hereditary, it's a movie you have to watch again. So just to get a bit more understanding of what's going on. But yeah. Yeah, so Andre, after that quick distraction there, can you give a positive review why anyone should watch this evidently awful film? <laughs> Oh, it's not an awful film unless you have no taste, <laughs> or Savage. or you're just basing it because it's a movie you have to watch it in subtitles. That's also another thing people don't tend to like. But I'm like, give it a chance because all the movies that are not American or Western made are some of the best ones. But in my opinion, it is one of the best zombie movies, if not action movies, that came out a few years ago. Besides it being a zombie movie or a horror movie, it might not be your thing, but it's also got different things to it it's got emotion it's got heart it shows humanity and what people are capable of doing in those certain moments and it's a thing that actually can happen in real life you know an outbreak can happen rabies we've seen 28 days later 28 weeks later we know it can happen but because that's real (laughs) it's a documentary that happened over here yeah glad we survived (laughs) 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 but yeah in my opinion definitely watch it it is an enjoyable movie and it has its tenseful moments, but at the end of the day, I can guarantee you, you will be asking for more at the end of the movie. And soon you will get more with 
Train to Busan. Too. Train to Boston or whatever. Train to Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nonsense they're going to bring out. Charles, your little review, please. I love this film. It's great. Like I said already, I think it's one of the best uh, zombie movies since Bruce Wayne the Dead I can think of. I think, yeah, great scenes. They're tense. Great, good fun, action, comedy. And I think another thing just quickly to go on is that a lot of people sort of complain recently about films like Us and having the blend of both drama scares and comedy and they don't really like the mix of comedy and scares i think it takes away but i think korea seems to be showing that that's that's not the case at all um this film's really funny and also terrifying in places and the fact that it's all in broad daylight as well and you still get those scares is is brilliant but i think what i like about it ultimately is that it's a character driven zombie movie essentially like you it's a it's got a real human struggle behind it and in human themes but yeah i think it's a all round really fun film. What about you, Luke? What did you think of it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. This was the first time watching it for me, so I, I can speak as a, as a recent member of this Motley crew is that this, this is a good film and people mm. should watch it, give it a chance. I know it is subtitles, and as Andre said, some people get a bit off-put, but, you know, um, l- learn to read quicker and then you can look at the picture more. <laughs> it's one of the, It was a great film. It was very emotional. I can understand what you guys were saying. I didn't get as emotional as you guys, evidently. But I did feel that emotional roller coaster of, oh, cool, this is going to happen. Oh, fuck, that happened. Oh, yay, this thing's going to happen. And it was nice to be on that ride. It was, a, it was a fun zombie ride with horror elements, and it was good stars. Good, well, st- good, good film, five stars. Well, well, Maybe. I don't know. I haven't rated it yet. <laughs> well... Just going off that quickly, I actually didn't feel emotional the first time I watched it, because this is my second time watching it. Oh. And this time, for some reason, I, that scene hit me more. I don't know why. If I, I mean, I see it the first time in the cinema, this time I watched it at home, so don't mm. know okay. what happened there. Or, but yeah. yeah. I guess because you knew what was going to happen, now yeah. you had a sense of hopelessness and Maybe. helplessness because you couldn't prevent <laughs> couldn't help it. Them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andre, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a great week two of Halloween. Definitely. Charlie, where could the audience find us if they so desire to do that? They can find us on Twitter at Faith Films Awful. They can find us on Instagram, your favorite film is awful, and Facebook, your favorite film is awful. You can also find us now on YouTube, your favorite film is awful. You know, please check out the videos, like, share, subscribe, do all that jazz. Also, another thing, yeah, let's know what you think of the videos. I mean, I'm always open to listen to feedback, things you want to see in the videos, things you don't. And yeah, just tell us what you think of the show in general. Yeah, you've got many places to comment and like and talk to us. So, mm. so, so, so use them, please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listener, thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.